What's up, everybody? Welcome back to the Cafe 1040 podcast. We are so glad that you are listening in today. And we get to tune into an interview between Lindsay and Ava, who is a grad of our three-month overseas mentorship program. And she got to spend a semester with us at our Europe base. And so we'll get to hear a little bit about some relationships that she forged, as well as some opportunities that God placed in front of her. And really excited to, to share some of those. Hope you enjoy. Hey, Ava, I'm so excited for you to be here today. Why don't you just go ahead and tell us who you are and how you came to Cafe 1040? Hello, my name is Ava. I, I feel like I need to give context. I am Indian. I was adopted from India by my Caucasian mother, who's a Christian, and my Indian father, who's a Hindu. And so growing up, that raised a lot of confusion, but I became a Christian, I would say, my freshman year of college, and that's where the gospel really transformed my life, and I heard it clearly, and that's when my passion for missions and to share the good news with unreached people groups really emerged as well. You went on our Europe trip. And so tell us a little bit about being overseas in our Europe base. So I was actually upset. I wanted to go to North Africa and then that just didn't work out for me. I think I wanted to go to North Africa because it was just one people group, one religion. And so I feel like that for some reason that made it um, in my head easier. That would be easier. But the opportunity for Europe came up and I was like, sure, I'll do it. I'll go on it. And the best decision I made. I, mm, my eyes just, just seen so many things. It was so many people, so many different people. There were North African, Middle East, Indian, Suriname, like people from so many countries, unreached or even maybe Christian, all in this one city. And it was just, it's really disheartening, but also beautiful at the same time. Cause it was like, I knew everyone who was covered were probably Muslim and they probably don't know that Jesus died for their sins and resurrected and eternal life is in him and not in anything else. And, and so, yeah, so it was like good and bad that way, but it also just compels you to wanting to make more relationships. Most of our time there was go out, go make friends. And that was really hard, but also good because that's what we were there for. And we had all this time to meet people. So let's go meet people. And that's what my team and I did. We went to shops, many shops, actually, <laughs> um, hoping we'd meet people. And yeah, the Lord just like, he just presents opportunities and you can either take it or miss it. And I've missed many, <laughs> but you're not doing it on your own terms. You're doing it because you present the opportunity and you can be faithful and act on it. And so, and then one of the other opportunities was my one teammate and I got really close with these girls from the refugee center. 
And so these girls, we met them at a picnic that the staff were holding for the refugee center. And I didn't think I was going to meet anyone. But then this one girl comes up to me and she's like, you're Indian, you're Indian. I was like, yeah. She's like, I love Bollywood. Her, she's, she's Syrian, so she spoke Arabic. But her English was so broken. But these are the words I heard. Is, You're Indian. You like Bollywood. I'm like, yeah, I like Bollywood too. And it was just like, wow, the Lord just, just put someone right in front of me just because I'm brown. And so we connected on that. We played soccer. It was a lot of just like, what's your favorite color? You know, basic things. And so... And then I was trying to like find another young woman who knew English because this girl's, I barely could understand her. I felt so bad, but I also wanted to still be her friend and I wanted to hear more about her. And um, so I found this other girl, these other two girls who were, one was from Yemen and the other two were from Syria, I think too. And so they had good English they were helping me translate they were significantly significantly younger so I was paying more attention to the one older Syrian girl but I was still friends with all of them and we hung out all full so yeah at this picnic though I saw a double rainbow and I just looked around and I was like do they know do they even know how how faithful the Lord is and how the God of the Bible sent his only son to die for them. And, and it's just, it was really, it just made me tear up because it was just, when I see a rainbow, I see the promises of God and they, they thought it was beautiful too, but probably for like, just because of double rainbows are pretty, but I was, I had a whole other thinking in that. And after that, I was praying that I would be able to hang out with them more. I just had this thought in the, constant thought in the back of my head like when can they hear the gospel when can my teammate and I say something when can we share about our faith when can we share the hope of Jesus all these questions like when Lord when I was a Christian in the presence of a Yemeni girl a Syrian girl another Syrian Turkish Iraq girls all these girls and I'm probably the first Christian they've ever met. And that's just like, oh, uh, gut-wrenching. Yeah. Yeah. That's a lot. It's hard in just the patience of sharing the gospel mm-hmm. and figuring out when's the right mm-hmm. time. And and that's difficult with it being such a short trip. Mm-hmm. So keep going. Any more do you have about this? Yeah, so during the program, we also had classroom time. And so this one class, it was brought to my attention that Jesus could be considered a refugee. And I was like, oh my gosh, all our friends that we've made are, have been, have fled their country to come to this country and try to make a better life for themselves. I think even the one day, like, because they believe in Jesus, just not necessarily his divinity. I I think I said, like, did you know Jesus was a refugee? 
And it was just probably just a passing thought. Like, didn't think anything of it. But just looking back, I'm, and just even thinking about that now, it's really interesting to think of this, our, the savior of the world. His parents had to go to Bethlehem. They had to go to Egypt. They had to go to Nazareth. And, and ultimately, Jesus came from heaven to save us. So it's like the lengths he went through to save the world and even just who he was like you can anyone can relate to him even my friends who are refugees and I think that was just like a another nudge like how can I how can I how can we share the gospel with these girls and so that was probably my thinking for many meetings (laughs) and the whole fall my teammate and I were thinking and praying we're like we want to make an opportunity outside of the refugee center maybe at a staff's house at a park and so we were making plans with staff and we're supposed to have this was supposed to be two staff me and my one teammate and three girls and their moms so two moms and the three girls and it ended up being the two youngest girls who spoke English very well and so I really wanted the the woman my age to come because I I wanted them to translate what we were saying to her, but she was caught up in something. And I think it just I think God just made it that way for some reason. Like she was supposed to come and then she didn't. Anyway, we had the opportunity to share the gospel with these girls and just share our lives with them. And so we walked from the refugee center to the staff's house in the pouring rain. Oh, man. And let me tell you, every time an opportunity arose, it was raining. And I was like, you know what? I feel like I could have just stayed home and not have done this. But these two girls were willing to walk in the rain with us because we walked around a lot to our destinations. And so we went to staff's house and they were trying to mimic what Arab women do because they're so hospitable. They constantly give out tea. They have so much food. And so we were like, we want to do the same. We want to like do what they did for us while we were there. And so we had so much food. I was like, oh my gosh, I've never seen this much food on a table before. It was like a feast for only like five of us. And, and how old were these girls that you were with? Um, they're, they're teenagers. They're, they're okay. teenagers than me. But okay. they were well, teenagers can eat a lot sometimes. Yeah, right? we were hoping <laughs> they would eat. Um, And so all this food, this night, I just remember it so clearly. Like they, they were talking, casual talking, looking through TikTok, you know, and then because the staff workers are staff workers and probably just more experienced than me and my teammate, they asked really good questions. (laughs) And so it was cool to be in partnership with them in this moment, if that makes sense. And so that was another aspect of the program is we were in this together in this city. And so they're asking really good questions. And these two girls, Syrian girls, they were telling us how they went. They were probably in like 15 different countries moving around, fleeing their country. And they had to keep going to different refugee centers from all over the world. And they were separated at times. They were together most of the time. Um, and it's just like, man, they really long for a home and they keep finding 
keep making a home in these temporary places and they want a home and Jesus makes a home for us in heaven all who believe in him and confess their sins and believe in who he is and he's making a dwelling place for us that is for eternity with him and it's like and these girls they their life just the way they were sharing their lives was just like just I mean it's just so sad like they don't know when they're going to leave the center and go to another place next they just don't have the hope like we have and that just makes all the more to share the gospel and so the staff workers and my teammate and I in that moment it was like this is now this like this is the moment to share because they are these just young girls who just are wanting to listen to what we're saying and we're listening to what they're saying and so yeah that was a perfect opportunity and so I think one of staff workers just even just blatantly said that who what we believe and who Jesus was or is and really honed in on his divinity and the son of God and son of man and like he was 100% God, 100% human. We'll jump back into the interview in a moment, but Lindsay, let's break down what we've heard so far. Yeah, something that I've loved talking to Ava about is just this idea of seizing opportunities, whether it's someone coming up to you randomly and starting that initial conversation and just being able to go with it, you know, and pursue that relationship. And then we see her, she ended up talking to some other girls and she just sees those opportunities as well. Just really being led by the Holy Spirit is just always really encouraging. Yeah. I love that because the Holy Spirit, he always gives us those opportunities, right? And so it's good to have those, those eyes to kind of, kind of filter that. And then to see that I love even just, yeah, that simple uh, idea of Ava thinking about a rainbow. And the deeper meaning behind it that she has and just sharing that with a friend, you know, how, how simple is that? And so I think that gives us a really cool opportunity to ask ourselves the question, you know, what opportunities are around us right now to share the gospel with a friend, to share a testimony, to share a story from the Bible? Um, and so, yeah, just I think just a good, good time to just pause and, and reflect on that question for a moment and, you know, asking myself, asking you, Lindsay, asking all of our listeners you know, what opportunities are, are in front of you right now that we can be be looking out for? Yeah, something I love about our Europe base in particular is it's not too different from America. Hmm. Like it does have its differences for sure. And there is a, such a big refugee population where students are, but there's that in America as well. Yeah. And so our students come back and they're just ready to take on America and where they live in their own backyard with just so much more power and strategic. And so, yeah, we have those five traits of a world Christian sending, going, praying, welcoming, and mobilizing. And we've talked about this a, a few times in other episodes, but just the idea of we can we can use these things. Each of us has a role to play 
whether it is sending, whether it is going, whether it is praying, welcoming people around us, whether they are refugees or they're just your neighbor, your everyday neighbor, welcoming them and then mobilizing and telling people about uh, just the reality of the world. Yeah, and it it really does make me think of uh, of this verse in Romans that Ava brought up in y'all's conversation, which uh, we'll we'll play in a moment. But Romans ten fourteen through fifteen, and just to read that real quick, how then will they call on him in whom they have not believed, and how are they to believe in him of whom they have never heard, and how are they to hear without someone preaching, and how are they to preach unless they are sent? As it is written, how beautiful are the feet of those who preach the good news. And I do love that because it really does hit on those, you know, different, different people, different roles, all partnering together with the opportunities that are in front of them to advance the kingdom of God. Yeah, something that was really funny as I was talking to her and she brought up this verse um, seemingly randomly. I know that it's not actually random, but she brought up this verse and you'll hear it in a moment of just her excitement of this verse. And hours later, my boss came up to me and was like, we need to change our key verse for, from, I can't remember the original one, but to <laughs> Romans 10, 14, 15. And I'm like, you'll never believe this. This this was was the same verse that Ava brought up as we interviewed her earlier that day and so I don't know God is cool and works in such weird wild ways and I just wanted to mention that absolutely so shout out to Ava our our marketing guru here yes uh, giving (laughs) us all we need for the year-end campaign yes so good uh hope you enjoy our conversation Anything else you want to share about your trip overseas? Yes. So when I was in the refugee center and talking to these girls and then thinking that I might be the only Christian they've ever met, me and my teammate, it just makes me think of Romans 10, verse 14 through 15, which says, How then will they call on him in whom they have not believed? And how are they to believe in him of whom they have never heard? And how are they to hear without someone preaching? And how are they to preach unless they are sent? And so when it was me, my teammate, and these two staff workers and these two girls who have never heard the gospel, I was just thinking of, in that moment, I was truly thinking about all the prayers, all the donors and money and time and that just went into this moment because that's what my teammate and I were there for that's what we share with our supporters from back at home is these moments of the gospel was shared a seed was planted now you can join us in praying that seed will grow and God will grow them and they'll hopefully one day meet another Christian or read the Bible for themselves. And that's, I think that's the hope there. I thank you for your willingness to be overseas, your willingness to take that opportunity to go for even three months and do those things, put rocks in shoes, water plants, or make seeds. And we just get to now pray that someone else will come along 
or maybe even you will come along years from now and be able to meet them again and they will accept and hear again hear with open ears who Jesus is and what the gospel is anything else you'd like to say as we close up I'm really glad that the opportunity to go overseas with Cafe 1040 just came in my life and I'm glad I I took it. I could have been scared, but I, I took the opportunity and I did it. Yeah. And the Lord just used that for so many months. Hey, you guys, this is Martha Gano, and I'm on staff here at Cafe 1040. Thank you so much for listening to Ava's story. I love how she mentions the uniqueness of our Europe base and just how many unreached people groups are represented in that city. And I love how Ava talked about all the prayers, all the donors, all the money and the time that had gone into setting up that one moment where the gospel was shared, where that seed was planted. You know, Ava talked a lot about opportunities, and I'd love to share an opportunity we have at Cafe 1040 right now. We're in the final month of what I call fueling the engine of Cafe 1040, making sure that all the pieces that come together to create those opportunities are, well, fully funded We're in our annual campaign where every gift is matched through the end of December. That means if you give $25, you gave 50. And if you give 100, you gave $200. Every gift counts and you have the opportunity to make twice the difference. Take a look at the link in the show notes or head over to cafe1040.com to learn more. And stay tuned for the last episode of this season, which comes out next week. Thanks, you guys.